0: Are punctuated, And I can tell you, people, to be in the company of uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida is uh, already uh, a great moment indeed, because we really look forward to having Sheikh Shoaib Maida on uh, this platform. And alhamdulillah, I can tell you the topic that we have chosen uh, this, uh, uh, this evening is a very interesting one. And I hope and pray that you're going to enjoy the topic with our astute uh, Sheikh Shoaib Sheikh Shoaib, as alaikum wa rahmatullahi And with the listeners, I welcome you, uh, beloved Shaykh.
1: Wa alaikum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my beloved brother uh, Shafat Ahmed Khan this evening. Alhamdulillah, on uh, Markaz al the voice of Ahlul sunnah al-Jama'ah, to say what a beautiful evening, and uh, Alhamdulillah, Allah is taking care of us. And this uh, first of June, I remember, I don't know if I'm not mistaken, Seems like Allah has taken us far, and we need to make uh, extensive duas that Allah takes care of us. You know, there was a time, Shafat, when we used to see the skies and we see the clouds, and we start getting happy. We're going to get some rains, and now it has turned into a different situation. Where when we see clouds in the sky, now we start shaking and and uh, and uh, shivering. You know, getting worried. What is this rain going to bring to us because of all this? Uh, what has happened recently, Shafat? But may Allah make it easy, inshallah, for all of us.
0: You yeah, absolutely make an absolutely brilliant point there, indeed. Uh, you know, I remind you of the story in the Quran. You remember those people were transgressing the law of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when they saw the clouds coming in, they said, hey, like a rain, like a rain, it's going to rain for us. And, hey, that rain turned out to be brimstones. And uh, uh, they were destroyed uh, by the rain, the Sheikh Sheikh Maida. And uh, that's why we should be, you know, we should be careful how we are behaving. And uh, that we uh, hope and pray that we are behaving in the manner that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to behave. Uh, taking us to our topic uh, this evening, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, a very interesting one, how to increase our blessings. And you know, Alhamdulillah, we always want to uh, be blessed. And you know, sometimes the blessings uh, that you get, you don't get the maximum blessing because you didn't do that uh, act wholeheartedly. But Allah in His infinite mercy, Sheikh Shoaib Maida, blesses you still. Uh, talk to us about how to get that maximum the optimum and all the blessings of Sheikh Maida.
1: Uh, you know, Shaf, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, this is a very beautiful topic you've brought. You always bring beautiful topics. Now, if you talk about the blessings and everything, the key to success is simple, Shaf. We go back to Surah salam, where he says, uh, First thing you make istighfar from your Creator Rabbul Alameen because He's most forgiving, most merciful, most pardoning. And after that, once you do that all the time, you see that Allah is going to send the heavens to bring you beautiful rain that is going to be beneficial and help you and sustain you. You know, and then from that rain, bring about orchards, gardens, and mention anything and make for you beautiful gardens and make for you rivers, everything that you want. You know, uh, that is actually the key factor. If you look at all oh, that reading, that Surah know if you get that all blessings come from istighfar. And why? It's a simple reason that once you're making istighfar, you're cleansing yourself from impurities that are, you're talking about uh, spiritual impurities. And once they're gone, Allah is beauty. And it does not accept except from a beauty as well. So once you've done that, you become beauty, and then Allah will accept from you everything that you want. And that's why you see sometimes, so if you just ask Allah from nowhere, you haven't asked for forgiveness face from all the wrongdoings you've done, then Allah doesn't answer. So say, oh, Allah is not answering me. I'm trying to every time. But have you taken some time to sit on the musalla and make istighfar? Even if you don't sit on the musalla, have you taken some time to look up and look inside your heart? and see where you've gone wrong, the way you've wronged your creator, Allah, and create actually a kind of communication with Allah to say, Allah, forgive me, pardon me for my wrongdoings. And if it involves you actually wronging other people, have you taken that first step to speak to them about your wrongdoings and ask them for math? Because this is all how it goes. And once you cleanse yourself through the system in that kind of aspect, and then you see that, you know, what all the blessings, falls right into your footsteps, and you have everything and sometimes without asking Allah just looking up to say I wish I had this today you just see somebody coming and say bye I had this kept for you for so many years I thought today I must bring it to you and that's how it works my brother Shaft.
0: Yes uh, Sheikh uh, Maida absolutely brilliant day indeed and as you say you know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us some undreamed sources and our implicit faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, making toba every day not being uh, too uh, you know confident of yourself hey you know i've got it made i'm making my ibadah i'm giving my lilla i'm giving out my fitra i'm giving out my zakat and all hey, i am in a cozy position but you don't know it is all by the mercy of allah Subhanahu Wa ta'ala that we will go to heaven or we will go to hell and as shaykh maida said be humble and uh, attitude people of uh, gratitude now Sheikh shui maida you know fighting uh, fighting against oppression and uh, this is what Islam teaches us about. Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam fought against the oppression, and Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam fought for the downtrodden, and he you he, know he emancipated the woman, emancipated uh, those uh, that didn't have uh, you know equality in society, and so forth. Now, even if we we, we fighting against oppression, uh, you know any type of people if they are oppressed, and we as Muslims should be the ones that, that are there to fight this op- 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 oppression. Even if it means those aborigines that are oppressed. We as Muslims should be there fighting for the downtrodden and also these people that are making Zulum on Insan. Perhaps your thoughts on that, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida?
1: You know, Shaf, uh, you just spoke on a very good essential topic. And I'll tell you just now, like we speak about today, the petrol price has gone high again. And uh, what does that mean? It means the cost of living is going higher. And uh, these are the times we be standing up as the role models, actually speaking the same voice with everybody to say this is wrong and wherever it's wrong, it's wrong. I mean, people cannot go uh, on like this. There was lockdown that came in. After that there was unrest, an And now coming the rising of fuel prices. You know, we are we can have Russia to blame for whatever is happening. I mean, the other countries look at India. The fuel price has gone down. They chopped it down. Which means they're ordering the fuel directly from there. Why can't we do the same thing? I mean, these are the times you need to be standing up for the right. So it means putting pressure on the government to do what is the right thing. Go and hire or go and order the uh, fuel where people are ordering from. So that way it becomes cheaper when it comes to you and when you do your final processes, it makes it accessible to your people at a reasonable price. So I think these are the things we need to be doing, Shaikh, as you said. We need to stand up for the, uh, for the oppressed. And this is what we are for as Muslims, to stand in the forefront of actually enjoying what is good and forbidding what is wrong. And our faith in Allah, and yes, we need to start doing that. Or else, if we don't do that, we end up being in trouble, all of us. Yes, sometimes can you, you can argue to say, but we are a minority. You know, how do we uh, achieve this goal? You look at Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam when they started. It wasn't a lot of people. It was him chosen by Allah Ta'ala and gives dawah to Khadija Radhi Allah and then to a best friend, Abu Bakr Siddiq Radhi Allah and then again going to people that were close to them in that way it became easier you inviting those that know you so which is the, uh, the channel for Dao as well invite those that are close to you because you do understand each other's language you can't just jump the gun to say i'm from dave and i go to PE, start inviting people to din first time they see me in the face you say oh, oh you must become muslim I say who are you where where do we see you from so you must be from the area talk to the people and make them understand you. in the same way you know we've been here for so many years as muslims and i mean our presence has been felt this year, when it came to the floods and the rest of that, everybody have recognized that there's Muslims. So, the same if you speak in one voice, you know, in actually liberating people from oppression, as you said, on a of liberated women. You know, the women were oppressed, were oppressed in that time. Whereby, if you have a baby girl, they have to be buried alive because uh, the burden that comes with the embarrassment of you giving birth to a baby girl was just too much for them. And uh, if you look at us, too much for them. But then, when they want to get married, they're looking for a woman to get married to. And now you're burning alive your some women that would be married by somebody else. I mean, the sense and the mentality towards it all was just way off, of off the line. And you see, how Abu came back, and actually showed the way to the Arabs and non-Arabs, to say this is the way of life. So for us, if we hold fast to our dean and uh, the. Uh, actually, the regulations and instructions given to us by Allah Taala and our Nabi Muhsin Sallam, different staff will be the forefront in actually liberating the people that are being oppressed, and we be uh, in in the forefront to speak to those oppressors to say, listen, this is too much, and enough is enough. Let's try and actually diffuse the system, the the situation, and make sure the people live in peace and harmony. Chef.
0: Uh, good uh, points are made by you, Shekshwe Maida. And, you know, they, they, this is where in, uh, knowledge comes in and uh, to empower people with knowledge, uh, motivating them, uh, you know, staying away from evil and joining what is good and so forth. And it all really comes with, the uh, you know, proper knowledge, the knowledge that is from divine sources, the knowledge that takes you, uh, you know, that feeds your spirituality with the high-octane fuel and high-octane food, that once your spirituality is uh, full to the brim, and then your physiology is taken place, uh, care of and your mannerism will be an asset not only to yourself but also to those around you and how uh, you know beautiful that would be if each individual or each muslim today had that type of persona or that type of personality that you know illuminated and brought people on the straight and narrow uh, Sheikh Maida. your thoughts
1: no no definitely you, know, Shaf, uh, you see we have actually for us. Uh, the best actually uh, instruments for us to be good people and actually to be in the forefront of doing good. You know, Allah has mentioned the Quran al Karim actually giving us the best, to say you got the best of women. Like, to say Allah has given to us the best role model, which is Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu for those that actually knows that one day we have to go back to Allah and stand on that, on that day of judgment. So definitely we need to stand uh, and understand who is this that Allah has given us? If it says uh, through him to say, O oh, speak to them, your followers. in kuntum Allah fattabi'uni, That if they claim to love Allah, then they need to follow your path. They need to follow your teachings. And thereafter, Allah is going to flourish my heart, but among us, all of us, and forgive us from our sins. So, I mean, you must remember, we always say in the Khutbah Shafi, I'll bring about that, you know, we say, Ala la iman al man la Allah. To say You must know that there's no iman if you've got no love for Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu. I mean, you must have love for him. And also, we need to complete the statement. Ala wa la man la ta'at Allah. And we need to understand, there is no love if we do not emulate or follow our Nabi Muhammad Sallam. So everything that we do, we need to understand. Atiullahu, atiullahu, rasul, obey Allah and obey His Rasul, it comes together. And if you are, even Allah says, and if there's any dispute that falls amongst you, the best route to go about is actually get back to Allah and his Rasul, and you find the correct solution. And for you to be a true believer is when the verdict comes and you find yourself on the wrong side of the law, you stand up and say, Allah, forgive me. I was wrong and I accept my wrongdoing. Pardon me completely, and I'll never fall into that error again. And in that way, Shaf, we'll be on the best, and we are regarded as the best of the best, as Allah has mentioned about us. <speaking in Hebrew> you are the best of Ummah. <speaking in Hebrew> that Allah has made for mankind <speaking in Hebrew> to enjoy what is good and forbid what is evil, which is all another part. If we do all these things, Shaf, it means the doors of us accumulating a lot of goodness becomes very easy and very accessible for us to get things because we are doing things according to shaf.
0: If that you know brings a thought in my mind if you uh, treat you know people in a certain way you get a certain reaction and you know as you said the Arabs uh, were in the jahiliya mode and they were burying their daughters alive uh, they were marrying their fathers uh, mothers and okay. so forth and doing things that were you know that okay. were not uh, Right, indeed. But, Sheikh uh, by Maida, it's uh, the way we react to people, you know, the first uh, interaction with, when we greet people properly with a smile on our face and uh, with humility, we get a, a very positive reaction then. We get a beautiful reaction. Unlike, you know, when you look at a person with a funny look and uh, with a unsmiling face and with a frown on your face, uh, obviously, you're going to get a very negative reaction. Talking about that uh, making the first contact, but you, you know, instead of waiting for the other to make the uh, move of positivity, we should always be the one that make the positive move, uh, Sheikh Shui Maida, your, your, your take on that.
1: Yes, I've always, I mean, uh, we have been actually uh, decorated as the best of the best. So, I mean, always you must remember, Shaf, we have to lead by example. You know, if you want respect, respect is earned. You know, on just what you've said, you know, I'll give a good example, Shaf. If Allah forbid, I go get involved myself in the wrong company where I go get involved in robbery and the rest of that, I'm just giving an example. And then the police comes, catches us. You know, it's myself and some other people that are non Muslims. The first name that came they that will come there'll be Sheikh Maida in you know, a In in a robbery, you know, has been abducted, has been caught in a robbery. Only if Sheikh Maida's name will come, but yet it was 10 people, the rest are non-Muslims. Sheikh Maida's name comes first. Why? Is it because they don't like Sheikh Maida or is it because, you know, they find Sheikh Maida as an easy target? No. You know, the issue is, you know, the higher you go, the harder you fall. So we're supposed to be the role models, teaching people what is right, enjoining them what is right, and forbidding what is wrong. And the fact that I have been instrumental to being the the first in the team of doing wrong, my name will come first because the world knows that where Sheikh Maida should have been, should have been a place where Sheikh Maida is guiding people to do right, not Sheikh Maida being involved in doing wrong. So this actually, as you said, you know, positive approach to approach towards things becomes a way of life for us Muslims. You know, sometimes, you know, we get it wrong in places like this where actually, you know, uh, I'll give you a good example. There's uh, some stories we read in the book, you know, like this Bicep was fi- was, uh, was actually uh, reading Salah and uh, he was reading in the very nice way and everybody was admiring. And they come back and say, hey, bye. Hey, but the way you read yourself, you read beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah and on top of that I'm fasting too so it becomes a kind of a show off to say I'm doing this for somebody to see it and also I'm doing something else for somebody to see it so this is actually not the approach we should be having we should be having an approach of you know, you know somebody can see there is wrong and uh, they're going in the wrong direction you must be the one a practical person to stand in the front to say uh, by this way is not right if you go here there's uh, some trouble in the way so let's not go this way let's go in a different way and once we do that you see that we're becoming a Rome models and leaders, and once you're a leader and a role model, people will be accessible to you, and it would be easy for you to talk to the people and people understand your language, because they know you as that person who is in in, in their assistance whenever there's trouble. You know, you must remember, even Allah has has spoken to us about this, you know, Allah will come to the service of a servant, as long as the servant is on the service of other servants so this actually says we need to come with a positive approach towards people guide them towards what is right in the best manner possible and do not make other people feel inferior or feel isolated or feel that they're useless but make everybody feel useful and feel that they can contribute something very positive to the livelihood of everybody's shop
0: yes uh shek might i give you full marks for that and uh yeah, you did bring a chuckle to my face when you said, yeah, you, that man say, yeah, yeah, I read kirat, I do this, and plus, you know me, hey, I'm fasting today. And yeah, I mean, there's no need for you to go and tell people I'm fasting today and I'm doing this today and I read Hajjud this morning and I read uh, Saratul Tazbi and I read Saratul Chas. That is between you and Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. It brings us to the point, by uh, the when Allah gives us the opportunity of giving uh, charity, of giving, uh, you know, zakat or giving lillah and fitzrah and so forth, When we're giving out our charity, you know, we should be giving it out with a smile, with a lovely countenance. We should be giving it to the individuals that are receiving our charity with a dignity. We should make them feel so special that they have honoured us uh, to give them uh, the the charity, or what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us as an amana. And, uh, you know, perhaps uh, many of us, when we are giving charity to people, Uh, you know, people that deserve the charity too, we make them feel very uncomfortable. And uh, they, whilst we're giving out our charity, maybe we lose, uh, uh, you know, three-quarters of the sawaba because uh, the the mannerism in how we gave it, and perhaps we even hurt the feelings of the recipient, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. Uh,
1: You see, uh, Shaf, you know, this is where sometimes we go wrong, just to remind our ummah to say when you're giving out your charity, you must remember it's a loan that you're giving to Allah, so that person that you're extending the hand to is, is merely an urgent, but you're taking it straight to Allah. So when it comes to this phase of giving out charity, you doing things of this sort, you need to understand that at this moment you're giving Allah. And once you know you're giving to Allah, Taala. You give the best of the best because you know you're giving. And when you give into a louder, you're not going to ask patients to say, Allah, well, I'm giving you 100 rands a card. I hope you won't use it to go buy things that are not necessary because I'm giving you a zakat from the bottom of my heart. As you said, now, making the person you've given feel inferior, feel useless, feel helpless, and take it not because uh, they're happy to take it, but take it because the situation is such that if I don't take it, where am I going to get something else? So, I mean, if you do that, then you're spoiling uh, your charity. As Allah has mentioned in the Quran to say, do not spoil you, uh, your charity that you give, you know, uh, like somebody actually who's actually spoiling his, uh, his, his, uh, his worth, showing mankind that he can do the best of the best so do it in the way that it pleases Allah you remember as we said, you're giving to Allah so if you give giving to Allah you give something best that's best even if it was food that was cooked, that was kept in your freezer if you're giving, you know you're giving to Allah definitely, you'll make sure you're giving the food that is fresh, you won't take something that you know, if I don't eat in two days it's going to go off, if I don't eat now the next two hours it's going to go off and take it and give it out for charity, then that way you're actually exposing yourself to wrong. In the sense, you do not understand what you're doing. So charity, always, you're giving it to Allah. Whatsoever good, you present to somebody else in the name of Allah. You know, you find it by Allah, uh, it will be good and beautiful and more rewarding. You know, and that is how it should be done. So when you're giving, make sure that don't look at the person you're giving. Look up, say, Allah, this is my loan I'm lending to you. In that way, you will make sure that you learn Allah'u'tah, the best of loan, knowing back that when you get back from Allah, you're going to get it better and beautiful and extremely rewarding. And that, again, when you get it, you start crying to say, Allah, if I should have done more, I think I could have gotten more beautiful reward than what I'm getting now. So, yes, we need to do that all the times. Don't look at the person. Look at the one who's given us all that to say, Allah, this is showing appreciation towards you. And you remember, Allah said in the Quran, Wala in If you show appreciation to what I've given you, I'm going to increase you, you know, abundantly in sustenance. So it's part of showing appreciation that Allah has given me this. At least it's giving me an opportunity that I can give zakat. So smilingly giving it, and you go away. You leave whatever happens there, it's in the hands of Allah. Ta'ala
0: Yes, uh, Sheikh Shui, my, I really appreciate uh, the thoughts of yours. And yeah, it uh, brought another thought into my mind uh, where, you know, you find individuals uh, that are, you know, misers. And, uh, you know, we should think of this. Do not uh, do not be a miser and do not use the power of your wealth to hurt people and to hurt people's uh, feeling. You know, a miser generally say, look at me. I've got it. Look at you. You got nothing. You know what, I can buy this and I can buy that. And, you know, as a miser, uh, you know, sometimes you, you want to give a person amount of a, a small donation. And, you know, there's an anecdote of Hazrat Ali, anu. he says, the coin of a miser, Sheikh Shui Maida, uh, the coin of a miser is as worthless as a pebble. Your Your thoughts?
1: You know, chef, we've seen that happening even now. Part of the country where I mean, you find somebody who actually talks about too much when they do something, and the miser as well. You know, where they bring in some kind of water, you know, for breaking fast somewhere, and uh, people drink it, and sometimes they don't even drink the ask question. Who brought this water? Says, "I said, no, no, sorry, I'd rather take the tap water." So I mean, it goes back; it kicks back to you if you do wrong. So, being a miser, I mean. is not a right way of being a person. Because you must remember, whatsoever Allah has given belongs to him and nothing belongs to us. Everything that we think we possess on this earth belongs to Allah. And so whatsoever is in the heaven belongs to Allah. So we need to understand that if you keep an oath to it, you know, one day you'll have to die and leave it. You won't even take it with you. So, I mean, it shows you the balance there to say it belongs to Allah. So, the moment is given you, take advantage of it. Spend it on the course of Allah. Spend it with appreciation to Allah that you've given me the opportunity to use these funds to buy my own best abroad in Jannah. So, use it in that way. Remember, being misery is never going to help you in any way. And we've seen people like that, shop that are misery. You know, to give an example, somebody gets a thousand runs, and because they don't want to take any money from there, they decide "Mm -mm, I think I'll walk from town to where I stay so that I don't actually break this money, and walk halfway the road somebody marks them and all the money is gone. Instead of using 10 run for a taxi, you go there less 10 run, but at least you got a whole chunk of money with you, you go home empty handed because somebody marked you, you had money. So yes, we need to understand, time is against us. You know, life has no guarantees. If Allah has given you, use it for his pleasure. You know, give it as charity for the pleasure of Allah, don't be miserly. Because if you're, if, if you're actually stingy and miser about it, one day you close your eyes and everything sitting there, people are going to grab it. Everybody is going to have majah because you didn't give it and benefit yourself. Now people are going to benefit themselves without you getting a reward shot Hmm,
0: by the And finally, as we round up, you know, Uh, You know, we, you know, we should be contented with ourselves. And then, you know, we should be worried, Sheikh Shua Maida. We are here, as you said, we are here to toil. And if we can only, if you only knew what is coming in the Akhira, we would cry. We would weep much and laugh a little. It seems like we're laughing too much and we cry very little. Yeah, Sheikh Shua Maida. Your thoughts on that and your parting words uh, this uh, evening, Sheikh. Yeah, I think you're muted there. You unmute, uh, then we can hear you. Yeah, okay. Unmute yourself, You
1: Shek. know, you've, you've closed it well, uh, Sheikh, in the sense, you know, Aonabish Sazam has taught us, say, if you knew what I knew from Jannah and Jahannam, what is there, you're going to laugh a bit and uh, you was going to laugh a bit and cry a life long. So this is what we should <laughs> be looking at, why Aunabi could tell us this. It means there is happiness somewhere. And also the sad news somewhere. So let's work towards that happiness that is there for us, which is Jannah. We all meant to go to Jannah. Let's work towards that and try accumulate as much good as we can as long as we live. Our charity has to be given with a smile and know you give it to Allah and live our lives as simple as possible as Muslims that obey Allah and His Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in that way. Everything is going to be easy and good for us. And once again, Shaf, my lot, I reward you and your family for the best that you're doing out of this, Dean, Shaf. You know, you're always there. At any time you hear, Shafat is there interviewing this alim and that alim, this doctor giving us the best of knowledge that we need to acquire. May lot, I reward you and your family and I said, please keep one small stool for me in Jannah. I want to be next to you.
0: Take <laughs> your Yeah, you'll be, inshallah, inshallah, will be there. Bye. Uh, you know, within the company of those, Inshallah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, give us uh, that uh, that opportunity and uh, that uh, uh, privilege also. Sheikh Shaimaa, bless you and your family members also. You have a mashallah and a beautiful evening ahead. We will talk to you, Inshallah, uh, next week this time. Salam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikumussalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir. people, it's time for us to go to the marketplace and then get back. Inshallah, we'll be joined by Maulana Salim Kareem.